0: Welcome along, this is the podcast that does not know when to shut up (laughs) The season may be over but the Herald Express, Devon Live, Talk United, Yellow Army podcast goes on We have done for each of the last five seasons so we will do this year, we'll keep it going There is, as ever, much to discuss Let's talk about the uh, the retained list, immediately after the Ebb's Fleet game last Saturday uh, work began on drawing up the retained list well, and it was pretty it, it, quick wasn't it? Was it was
1: a lunchtime kick-off so there yeah. was time to do it afterwards if if it had been a normal 3 o'clock kick-off you can't very well have people coming in at sort of 7 and 8 o'clock in the evening no, they uh, the game finished obviously there was nothing uh, riding on it from United's point of view there was for Ebsby because they needed a point to get in the playoffs and we'll discuss their progress yeah. in a minute quite subdued um, at
0: the end I thought I mean there, there were the fans hung around on the pop side for quite a while yes, after the game uh, but I, it was just it was almost as if they just didn't want to go away it was almost as if it was just yeah there was some you know uh, there was a little, little bit of frustration and yeah a there bit was of anger. And, yeah. And,
1: and obviously during the game there'd been a you know a banner unfurled mm. and 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 a few chants i do think the fact that united managed to equalize within 2 minutes of evsfleet taking the lead yeah uh, was a massive help in uh, perhaps um, a, 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 reducing the amount of anger that there might have been. Um, and, and United Reece, actually played pretty well, pretty, pretty well on Saturday okay, and thoroughly deserved the draw.
0: And did Reese end up as our joint top scorer or joint top scorer, behind?
1: Six goals in seven starts yeah. since he arrived. Um, uh, he, he didn't make the starting line-up at Solihull, which for me, that game was still the, the, the you know, yeah. let's face it, there's loads of pivotal games where you can say down through the season if, 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 but that game at Solihull where United were 1-0 up against one of their rivals, three points that afternoon yeah. might well have just tilted it back towards United, yeah. but when uh, Rhys was on the bench that afternoon for his first game, United had won at Leighton Orange in the week, so Gary Hours more or less... Gave them another chance, and Reese Healy only came on. I think it was eight minutes from time. Now, um, United ended up conceding an equaliser and only drawing that match. And yeah, you, you know, you you think back over the season about some crucial little turning points. You're always tempted to do that, aren't you? And for me, that afternoon, I think we all came away from Solihull, three points there, three points off them, or a point off them. In hindsight, as well, uh, it, it made would have made it a It was a huge, huge yeah. afternoon that. Apart from being the coldest day <laughs> I've spent at footballs in for a very long time. But anyway, um, it just felt yeah, you know, a tipping point. Um, but uh, Reece Healy then started the rest of the games he was available for um, and scored six goals, including, of course, that hat-trick against... That vain hat trick against Guiseley the other night. What a, what a strange um, that was. Yeah, so uh, and and I think we all have to look back on the fact that I'm sure we will look look at him in years to come, progressing mm-hmm. in the game. Uh, cheers, thanks very much to Neil Warnock for sending him down in the first place. Great lad, very committed, decent player. Um, I have no doubt at all that if United had managed to have Rhys Healy and Elliot remain up front. Even for three months of the season yeah. together. Well, even been even enough. together for the games that they missed through suspension. Well, and, th- and that's well. another issue as well. But a yeah. um, uh, proper pair of strikers. Yeah. and um, But there you are, if onlys so, and what so, might have been.
0: So the retained list, I mean, fans will have seen yeah. the retained list for the last week, but let's give it a quick whirl. Yeah, so the lone players have all gone back. They Thank they you have. very much yeah. to them. Including
1: as well. technically Remain, although yeah. uh, I understand that. It's it's this isn't actually uh, uh, um, uh, massive news because we all know that United have already tried to buy him once. Yeah. Uh, when he was uh, after a month after his first month on loan from uh, Dagenham, uh, he has another year of his contract at Dagenham. They'll be keen to realise some assets, though, won't well, they? You would have thought, or either that, or you yeah, know, can they, uh, you know, afford to? Uh, um, to honour his final year, I'm sure you know he's he's a decent player, but they clearly didn't rate him highly enough to keep him when mm. they sent him out to Torquay on loan. So um, you 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 have to have a look at that situation. Yeah. Um, the
0: only player that right. we actually have signed and delivered and delivered yeah. and definitely definitely part of the squad for next season is Jamie Reed. Correct. If you want
1: to add, and and we should really, uh, um, uh, Ryan Clark, Josh Gowling, and John Paul Pittman, all of those players are under contract for next season, and they are Torquay United players as we stand. But of course, Gary Howes has put those put three on, the transfer, on the transfer list. Quite you, what the implications of that will be, um, we're, we're still not sure.
0: Do you get the impression there's interest in those three, or is it too uh, early in the too summer? Too early. Yeah. Too early.
1: I, uh, um, you know, they're they're obviously senior players, mm-hmm. um, uh, Ryan Clark is 35 I think, Josh Gowling is 34, John Paul Pittman is 31 or maybe 30 I'm not quite sure, beg his pardon.
0: And John um, Paul Pittman was completely sidelined wasn't
1: he for the, for that, the run-in, yeah. the season he wasn't on the bench. Well all three of them, it is worth mentioning, all three of them have had injury issues yeah. throughout the season. Uh, to a greater or lesser extent, but Pittman, um, uh, you know, has been uh, available and not used for quite a while now, so that didn't hasn't really worked. And of course, all three of them were planning planned to be central planks of yeah. the team that Kevin Nicholson envisaged, um, you know, when he recruited last summer. Um, but uh, they clearly aren't part of Gary Hour's plans for the mm-hmm. future. Uh, they're on the list. Uh, but there are financial implications, obviously, in the fact they've each, they've all got years' contracts yeah. left. So, um, uh, yeah. uh, and if United literally wanted to sort of push them out through the door, uh, there's only one obvious and practical way of doing it, and that is to reach agreement on the the remaining years yeah. of their contract, which cuts straight into the mm. the budget for a
0: new team. Cutthroat business, isn't it? Yep. And, and the players who have gone, the players who have uh, who have not been retained. Right, Conrad Balatoni. Uh, Jake Gosling
1: what shame with him never really yeah, made. I,
0: I'm disappointed uh, about that Well, to be he, he
1: also had injury problems yeah. but there, there's a, a, a talented player I think we all
0: know that um, pre-season we, we looked at him at pre-season I know every uh, you and I could look pretty good pre-season but pre-season <clears throat> he looked as if he was really going to make things happen didn't he yes he looked, and he, he, he was the, the wild card of yeah.
1: Nicholson's of Kevin Nicholson's Recruitment, I think you know. Um, everybody has always known when his time at Exeter, Bristol Rovers, um, you know that that yeah. the ability he's got, but sadly mm-hmm. didn't or couldn't deliver it uh, on a regular basis. Uh, Jan Kukowski, Sam Chaney, of course, who who so many people had such high hopes of for yeah. so long, came up through the old United Academy uh, and has spent almost the whole of this season on loan at Whitehawk. Um, uh, he's been released and so has Rhys Mitchell who, who has almost become a bit of a mystery I forgot figure forgotten United. Really? yes yeah. he was signed uh, Chesterfield released him uh, a, a, a pacey winger and he's hardly got a look in at all no. I think he's it might only be one or two appearances he made and yet he remained here he didn't leave yes. or didn't go off as a basically as a non-short non-contract player so he's been released so those five have been released the players who have been offered new contracts and we'll come to the whole business of the scale of that in a minute Brett Williams yeah um, who obviously was picked up midway through the season after Mm. being released at Bromley signed back at United by ours in the hope that he could sort of help with doing a similar job he did last season eventually Um, Luke Young Shock of horror w-
0: of which more later,
1: yeah. Yeah, uh, Sean McGinty Young and McGinty both the only two ever present, played mm. every single league and cup match of the season. Ruri Keating, Liam Davis, and Vincent Dorel, United's uh, uh, French goalkeeper. Um, of that lot, of course, all of those, interestingly, well, ours signed Williams back, yeah, but uh, Luke Young, obviously, uh, Chris Hargreaves signing in 2014. Sean McGuinty, uh, Kevin Nicholson signing, Rory Keating, Kevin Nicholson, uh, Liam Davis, Kevin Nicholson, and Vance Andreuil was a Robbie Herrera signing during his was short he? caretaker yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, piece. So those uh, six players have all been offered new contracts. Yeah. And, and they've
0: they've got a, a, a finite time to go away and think about that. Yeah, from
1: they? from from um, uh, uh, from now, effectively, I think they have strictly speaking a month. Oh, by the way, uh, conference or national league contracts run out this coming weekend. Yeah, and you don't get paid after that. It's pretty right. brutal in the National League. In the Football League, m- the vast majority of Football League contracts run to the end of June, June the 30th, mm-hmm. and then most actually have another month of being paid on the back of that. So it's no great surprise that so many Football League players don't actually end up signing until August, sometimes, um, of course. just before yeah. the start of the season. Yeah, now the National League lads have to contemplate a summer without being paid. Mm-hmm. So that is an incentive to get yourself fixed up pretty quickly uh, because obviously as soon as you sign a contract you start yeah. being paid again. Um, technically speaking, it's 28 days, yeah. um, but uh, I think Gary Hours and every other manager in at National League, National League South and North level will be hoping to get some pretty firm answers quite yeah. a long way before then. Um, by the way, it's worth mentioning that Jakub Sokolik, who's been uh, um, hours brought in to help out yeah. at the back, uh, who's been ill for the last few weeks, and Neil Osborne, the young goalkeeper who came yeah. up through United's academy, went off to Southampton and then was released there and came back. Um, I think you know there's a there's a chance if they're interested that they might well be back in
0: pre-season yeah. to see what they can do. So. I think that wraps it up just about. What's Um, your your gut feeling with some of those players who've been made offers then, the players who've gone away to think about it? Let's let's talk about Luke Young first, because he's an interesting character, Luke Young. Fans favourite, he's won Player of the Year again last season. They didn't announce who was second or third, I don't think they needed to really, to be honest. Um, But Luke, the rumour has it that Luke has... uh, Yeovil are interested in Luke Young that's what social media says I think I think Yeovil and several others yeah um, uh, uh,
1: I, I've had countless phone calls from manager contacts scout contacts over yeah. the last year or so all you know what do you think you know, what level can he play at, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Well, they ring me, I don't know, but anyway, (laughs) mainly for a chat.
0: Um, Because he's still, he's still quite young, isn't he? he's 25. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And,
1: and, you know, I did a piece in the paper this week about, about the fact that basically, I've, uh, me and whose army, I think we all feel that he owes us nothing. No, quite. Um, uh, He, he has been absolutely terrific over the last four years. Um, uh, it's it's funny those days when he was smashing them in from all over the place fantastic goals yeah. I remember and yeah. very was it Wrexham he belted one in Woking in the last minute yeah. real show stopping goals when he first arrived from Plymouth under Chris Hargreaves and then he picked up that you know dreadful knee injury that kept him out for most of the following yeah. season under started under Paul Cox and then um, when eventually Kevin Nicholson took over um, and then over the last two years and uh, if anybody in the United squad, and football is a pretty brutal business and there's not much sentiment in it, but mm. if anybody deserved better than this, it was it was Luke yeah. Young. Uh, not just for the fact that he's a good player, but he's got, the way he got over the injury. Um, he's a the, good
0: pro, isn't he's he? He's a hell of a yeah. good
1: pro. Uh, uh, the, the way he's made himself fitter and fitter with every year. And that's partly because, and I... I, I I, I, I think this is if if, there's, if there is anything to be annoyed about on his behalf is that not only has he been expected to be the playmaker of the team mm. but he's also ended up doing most of the donkey work Just the as hard well. lifting exactly he Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's become a piano player as well as a piano shifter and that you know uh, and has willingly done it you know yeah. um, we've all seen the way he, how committed he is the ground he covers and uh, I, I, I you know uh, um, we uh, all wish. Him, yeah, I mean, goodness sake! If 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 praying
0: could keep him, we'd all be <laughs> on our knees, wouldn't we? Well, you there know, are, but, there isn't but, a then, Talkie fan who wouldn't be rejoicing if he did sign on the dotted line. Absolutely, yeah. But by the same token, there isn't one I don't think that would criticise him for going.
1: No, and 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 he's at a stage in his career. He's given Talkie four years. He came to Torquay just after we'd been relegated to the conference. Uh, um, there were so many good signs in that. First season yeah. down under Chris Hargreaves. They had a hell of a good run. We looked like we were going to be nailed on mm. to maybe at least make the playoffs and then it, it all faded out and they finished halfway up the season, halfway up the table. Oh, wonderful heights those, those are now. <laughs> yeah. we
0: anyway, were, th- were we 13th yeah, that we year 13th, or something? Yeah, you yeah. dream of being 13th in, Christ, in something? Yeah,
1: don't. <laughs> um, anyway, um, and and it hasn't worked out how he wanted or no. any of us wanted and, and he is 25 now. Um He's, you know, the, the, the thought of playing at National League South, let alone National League Premier mm. level, um, uh, especially with interest from other clubs, and I, I, I think it would be a, a huge shock if he ended up staying. But as, as you were just quite rightly saying, everybody here who's had anything to do with him will yeah. wish him all the best and, and uh, keep our fingers crossed that he goes on and achieves what he, yeah. um, he wants. If he wants to stay at playing more and see if he can, uh, um, you know, Route route the National League South with a bit of help from one or two others. Hallelujah, be great. great. And 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 if he could, you know, maybe do an, one more one more year or a six month, well, brilliant. But um, and you and could say
0: you could say the same of Sean McGinty, Vincent Dorrell, and yeah, some of the others as I, I well. I think
1: I think getting on to that side, uh, the impression I've got, uh, um, and you try and keep your ear to the ground, is is that. Um, uh, uh, Gary Hours is able is, has been able to offer some pretty good deals. Mm. Uh, in other words, deals that have even surprised some of the players involved. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, uh, at least one said to me, "Oh, I have a bit of a decision to make now." Yeah. <laughs> um, that's you that's know, a good uh, well, sign. Isn't no, it, it? is. Yeah. And and, and uh, you know that the the chairman has obviously given the go ahead for that. Um, obviously, someone like like Gary Arrows, that he has to spread his butter Mm. um, and uh, that there will be a key, a core of players who he will offer serious money Mm -hmm. and we're talking money that would anybody in the National League would would, uh, snatch their hands off, let alone maybe the lower levels of the Football Mm. League. Um, so that's what the type of you know level of commitment that's going on here.
0: So um, even if some of these players say thanks but no thanks, at least there's an encouraging sign that there is money to be spent. Oh
1: yeah, the, the, there's definitely. Uh, uh, I, I'd be staggered, and and you have to be careful in in these sort of levels when you're up against teams and clubs from the London area who have, you know. More affluent areas, mm. better sponsorship opportunities, etc, cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You have to be wary of saying that United will definitely have the biggest budget in the national league south next season, but if they haven 't there won 't be many that that, no. that that have more, and quite right too you know uh, the, well, yeah. the, this is the territory we 're in. Um, United have been relegated ignominiously to the to, to the national league south, and the club has to do something to turn it round not just something but a lot to turn yeah. it around and as it 's not acceptable for United to end up being halfway up the national no. league south
0: and as we said last week, the fans deserve something the fans Who've put up with this? Who've endured this yes. season? I don't yes. think anybody's yes. enjoyed
1: this. Season. The last three years, the, yeah. the, the last five years, basically, United have not finished in the top half of any table since the playoff season under Martin yeah. Ling in 2012,
0: and not progressed beyond the first round of any um, cup.
1: Pretty sure that's including true,
0: including well. the Devon yeah. St Luke's West Insure <laughs> Bowl. You're throwing that one in. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. think no, we've I, gone beyond the first round of a cup. No, for and, a while. And so
1: this is what. The club faces, you know, yeah. and, and in those circumstances, it's not enough to say, oh, well, we're, we're going to try jolly hard. No. no, you're not going to try jolly hard, you're going to do it. Yeah. And, and if you don't do it, you know what, everybody knows what the yeah. consequences exactly. will be. And, and um, uh, I, th- I personally think that United have a, a finite period of time to turn this around, uh, and we're talking one stroke two years. They have right. to draw a line in the sand and start turning this around and get and and moving back up the leagues, and if it doesn't happen fairly soon, you do fear yeah. a, a bit for uh, for what the future might hold. And uh, the time it, it, is a, it is a difficult area. Yeah, it is a difficult area to build a team and to attract players to, and we know all those problems absolutely. Um, and 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 what's happening now is that, that uh, considerable amounts of money, very laudably in many ways, are being spent on the pitch, Seal Hane, uh, uh, re- bringing the pub back, on, uh, uh, boots and lasers back in the Gulls Lodge, which are all useful in attracting players, mm-hmm. or hopefully useful in attracting players. The, the, the ground will be a major attraction for every single club United play play next season. As yeah. we speak, you know supporters of, you know Hemel Hempstead, Oxford City, uh, um, and all the various other ones we can think of will be going. Well, we're definitely going to Torquay. Yeah, uh, for, yeah. for all for, for a because it's a nice place to visit, and B because it's the biggest gra- biggest ground. <clears throat> it's Torquay is the biggest club ever to have played at this level. But none of those things will bring a Torquay supporter through the turnstile. And the people at Plainmore, the vast majority of them, good. Committed, sensible people have to realise that that none of that spending off the pitch, considerable as it is, and we're talking yeah. a lot of money being spent on all this, will bring one supporter through the turnstiles. The supporters of Torquay United want to see
0: a winning team on the football pitch from day one. That's what I was going to say. They need the, the, the time is very finite on that as well, isn't it? They've got to start. They've got to win from the word go next season. More or less. Otherwise that support will fall off a cliff
1: yeah I, I, it's just you know we all keep going back and I probably at the risk of boring people to that summer after the first relegation yeah. when, when yeah. The, the the board of Alex Rowe uh, took and and the Bristows took over from Mike Bateson um, uh, the, the spending and the commitment on the team mm. there were two things that happened from word go one was, a tremendous season ticket offer, and we'll get on yeah. to that in a minute. And secondly, bang, 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 bang. Player, 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 yeah. player. They weren't building new stands then. I mean, obviously, it wasn't on at that time, although eventually it did, and laudably so. But it was getting the priority right, so that when they kicked off on August, yeah. whatever it was against Grays on that Sunday afternoon, there were 4,000 people in the ground, and United had a winning team ready. They actually drew it nil-nil, but they started winning from yeah. then on. And n- nobody's bothering about what the terraces are like, or uh, um, you know how whether there was a clean lick of paint in boots and laces or anything like that. They wanted to see a team on winning the pitch winning, game. winning, winning yeah. games, and yeah. that's what brings people back. And that's what United haven't delivered now
0: for. Five or six years long so let's talk ticket prices, season tickets. what have you what's the latest that you're hearing from uh, from what the well uh, we're expecting will be an announcement
1: on that at, at any day. I, I understand that this week um, GI the owners uh, have been down tackling a number of or nailing down. I think they've been talking about this for some time obviously they have uh, um, th- th- these mm. issues um, uh, prices
0: hugely yeah. Difficult and important issue. They have to pitch that right, don't they? they? Do. And they have to pitch it properly as well. You yeah, know, the fans uh, need and they
1: may have to have a complete rethink about their pricing. At the moment, you've had this massive difference between the price on the pop side standing mm. and the price in Bristow's bench. Now, I think they, they're going to have to have a complete different look at that. Yeah. Because, you, you know, how on earth can you charge, what is it, nine pounds yeah, in think Bristow's so. bench yeah. in the National League South? It, it's it, it won't happen. Uh, and And thinking that, oh yeah, but you'll be sitting in the nicest stadium in the, you know et cetera. sorry it doesn't matter you know, not no. really it yeah. doesn't uh, uh, now a bit of research United's cheapest standing uh, ticket is fifteen pound at the moment on the pop side, but we're talking adult prices, here. yeah, funnily enough, St Albans City charged that, and I think they're yeah. the other most expensive uh, club in in the national league south at the, moment. but everybody else or more or less everybody else charges thirteen or twelve pound, or they were this season, yeah um now united they have to think about and i'm sure they are to their credit that they've been mulling this for some time if they go down um you know do they reduce it if so by how much yeah um what's going to be the level of a season ticket offer because they they should
0: be selling those by now absolutely. shouldn't they really yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely all right it, it, it's but but they were relegated a fortnight early yeah yeah <laughs> in a way um uh, well, uh, sorry, a week early, two games to go. Yeah. Um, so that's that's got to happen. Um, uh, obviously, pre-season games f- uh, fairly quickly. Um, but no, the, the the prices are central, yeah. are they not?
0: No, there have been trial games up there this week. There have been yeah. a co- couple of games at Playmore this they week. Um, there have.
1: Uh, Gary Howe's got to... He had two, one on Monday, one on Tuesday... Um, uh, y- much younger players on the Monday, yeah. and then uh, uh, older senior players on the Tuesday. Um, players who had asked to come and play, one or two players that Gary Hours had actually invited down. Presumably, well, fairly obviously, people who've been released. Yeah. I dare say yeah. at other clubs. Um, oh, trapped in the office a bit this week, so I, or else I'd have gone and you know clambered onto a fence and <laughs> looked over <laughs> under uh, uh, from behind a bush, but. Um, uh, uh, no not word of any No, players, not, not yet. I've, I've, no. I've got to maybe make a few phone calls to see how that yeah. went. Uh, went quite well, apparently. Um, uh, I dare say Chris Ralph, the groundsman, was stood there with, 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 with gritted teeth while all these games go yeah. on um, because he wants to, to get on and, and see if he can get the pitch back to the standard that won him the groundsman of the year last yeah. year. But um, he has quite a few more games this week before he can do that, um, including one that we'll come to in a minute, uh, a a, a Damon Lathrop yeah, well. um, a fundraising game, which which takes place on Sunday, but we'll 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 chat about that in a minute. Um, yeah, uh, uh, the impression I get from Gary Hours is that, um, well, not rocket science. He is very very keen to get his spine. Yeah. Goalie, centre defenders, central midfield, centre forwards, nailed down uh, either in his own yeah. mind or actually as quick as possible. And in addition to the players we've been talking about, I do think that Elliot Remain rem- remains yeah. um, a, a, you know, a, a key target in all of this. Uh, I don't know what you think, Guy. I, the way Remain plays his football if he can't get if if he if he doesn't score 20 goals in the national league south next season I'm a Dutchman but and, but, he,
0: and um, he's a creator as well isn't he i mean well, he he, he's, he, he,
1: he gets, is everything you need in a lower yeah. division striker for me apart from the fact that he's not built like Matt Reid uh, and if he was he'd be playing in the championship he's quick uh, yeah. hard working Runs the channel. He's belligerent as well, isn't he? we like
0: we a like a centre forward with a, a bit of a mean streak absolutely. in him, and, and he's got one.
1: Yeah, and and occasionally it it uh, it, it lands yeah. him in a bit of trouble. But uh, I think we'll all take that. Yeah. Um, he scores he scores goals. He, you know, in him and and the great thing about him is that he's decent on the ball. In other words, yeah. so when you knock the ball into the channel, he can get it and hold it up, etc., etc. But when he doesn't have the ball, because of his pace and his work rate and his commitment, he puts. Opposition defenders under pressure. He puts goalkeepers under pressure, and he pulls every t- uh, his team up the pitch. Yeah. So hopefully, any mistakes you make are happening in their half of the field or, or on halfway, out, yeah. rather than yeah. in, than in our half. And I, you know, I, I think if United could get him, um, uh, uh, especially on the back of people like, you know, Brett Williams around, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get him fitter and firing, um, uh, Jamie Reed. Uh, you know, uh, I know he divides fans. Some like him, and and some don't. But, but you, you always know, Jamie what, Reed, you're you Jamie Reed, know you? what you're yeah. going to get. You absolutely know what you're going to get. Jamie Reed, and, and and i I watched him play in in the game at Hartlepool, where where United ended up being relegated that afternoon. And you would not have wanted a more committed performance than him. And I think Jamie Reed is one of these players. The simpler you keep the game, yeah, in terms of instructions to him, the better he is. You know, he, he likes to play on the last defender. He will get caught offside from time to time. But he has to be turned round and facing the opposition and mm. running at them. Yeah. And in National League South, and we must beware of thinking that it's going to be you know, <laughs> easy, because it won't be. Uh, I would have thought if Jamie Reed even, if he can't yeah. get 10 or 12 goals in the National League South, there's something wrong. I'm sure he can. He's quick enough to do it. Um, and, but, what, and he's and he is a player who lives on confidence, yeah, he, he? For he, the, and he, for that
0: reason, he needs a run in the team. Yeah, he?
1: If we, Williams. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Need, he, he doesn't live on confidence. He he's has a, it. He has yes, it. He, yeah. he, it's part of his DNA. And if he misses one, it's gone out the back of his mind within a matter of seconds. With Jamie Reed, when things go wrong, you can see him almost physically tightening up. Yeah. Uh, but if he gets in the National League South with a following wind and a, and a decent team that's creating chances, I could see him clicking in the, in the National yeah. League South. And it may just be what he needs. I think everybody the la- every, everything for Jamie Reid in the last few seasons is,
0: has been hard work. Well, there's a lot um, of players who've, who've not played in a winning team. There's a lot of players in that talkie squad who have never played in a team that's won three games in a row. That, exactly. Wouldn't yeah. that be great to, that, to be able right. to give them that's that right. next season? Yeah, yeah. And, and finally,
1: and another one, McGinty at the back. Sean McGinty at the back. Sean yeah. McGinty makes his fair, you know, share of mistakes and everything. Although we know he's hugely committed and, and you know, on his day is 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 really solid. But he spent the last two years as a defender in a losing team. Yeah. Trying to push the envelope all the time in terms of moving the ball up the pitch. And you, you sometimes get caught between, look, safety first, I'm sticking it in the channel into mm-hmm. the opposition half of the field, get on with it, and trying to do something a little bit better in a losing team, whoop, into midfield, lose it. And, and players like Sean McGinty, they end up, especially if they're committed, very committed, they end up worrying about making mistakes yeah um whereas in a winning team when the strikers are making the right runs the midfield players are finding little pockets of space etc mm. etc et all those a lot of those cares can sometimes you know be lifted um, to say nothing of the fact that of course for 3 years very few united players have ever picked up any bonuses
0: no i suppose not. i thought and financially and financially, yeah. Yeah.
1: And financially that, that, that that's that's an issue you know yeah. that, that, that you signed for your basic you know, precious few United players over the last few years have clicked into, in, into any bonus scheme. Well, bonuses can make a hell of a difference yeah. to a player, especially in lower division Never football. thought of that. Yeah. Oh, now you come to mention it. So,
0: so let's look at some of those teams who we are going to be facing next season. A the, quick the look playoffs. into the
1: pyramid of English football.
0: Playoffs are so complicated, <laughs> aren't they?
1: Yes. Well, Hold we, on to <laughs> your hats, everybody.
0: Well, we know, we know
1: Hereford are coming in. Shall we start at the top? Go on. Where we are not going to be involved. Okay. okay. Cheerio to uh, our National League colleagues. Tranmere v Ebb's fleet as a result of Ebbsfleet beating. What a great game that was last night. Last by last the way, last night. Yeah. And Sutton play the winners of tonight's and we're speaking on Thursday. Uh, they play the winner of the Boram Wood filed tie tonight. Yeah. So, you know, cheerio to that lot anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. Done. Uh, and
1: good luck to all of them. Well done. Yeah. Right. Indeed.
0: So National League
1: South. Yes. So. We're down to the semi. Uh, um, uh, uh, National League South. Uh, I forget who's coming up already.
0: Uh, well, mm-hmm. Hereford, Hereford are coming up no, from that's below. Pro- that, no,
1: that's, uh, they're coming up from below. Who's won the National League South? We'll get it in a second anyway. But in the playoffs, yeah. as we speak, Dartford against Hampton and Richmond.
0: Who beat Truro on penalties last night. Who beat Truro, night. so we're definitely playing yeah.
1: Truro next season. And Chelmsford v Braintree. Who beat Hemel Hempstead on penalties last yes. night. So uh, and those two semi-finals take place this Sunday and then we'll know obviously yeah. the two finalists to see uh, uh, who'll be who'll be going on up into the National League.
0: So we've definitely got Truro, we've definitely got Hemel Hempstead. Uh, yes, absolutely. Which we know of so far. Bear yeah. with us here because we've spent most of the morning trying to work this out. Yeah. Haven't we? No, no. I
1: think we 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 we're, we're on it, but we just yeah. uh, it, there's quite a lot to to, to, to take into account.
0: And so coming up from below, this yes. gets really you have, complicated. You have two
1: though. feeder leagues below the National League South. You actually have three, but uh, the Southern League, yeah, the Isthmian League, and the Northern League Premier. Now, obviously, uh, the Northern League Premier, most of those, if not all, will be heading yeah. National League North, although we'll get to that uh, possibility in a minute. But Hereford are up yes. from the Southern League, and Billericay Town. who threw an awful lot of money at it over the last couple of years, are up from the Isthmian League. So we will definitely be playing Hereford and Billericay. The final of the Southern League Premier playoffs to decide who also goes up with Hereford is between Kings Lynn and Slough. Okay. That is on Monday.
0: And the the just little side issue to that, uh, Weymouth. Lost yes, in the playoffs, so Weymouth shame. will not be coming up. No, to that's joins. right.
1: And also, apropos of that, sadly, uh, a Pool Town have gone down as well from yeah. the National League South. So, we, so United would love to have played Weymouth and Pool in two games, and they won't be playing either of them, sadly. But no. So, uh, coming up with Hereford, either Kings Town or Slough Town.
0: And coming up with Billericay from uh, the Esmian League
1: tonight. We we are the two semi-finals in that division. Dulwich Hamlet against Leyston and if anybody doesn't know where Leyston is... I haven't the
0: faintest idea where Leyston is. It's
1: in Suffolk. OK. Yeah, it's a village team, really, but they've made huge strides in the yeah. last few years, and they're decent. And the other semi-final is between Hendon, good old yeah. North London non-league club, and Folkestone in Victor. Both of those games are tonight as we speak, th- Thursday. Um, so that's that situation there
0: so one of those four teams will come up with Billericke? correct yeah yeah okay. now
1: it's worth mentioning that the the the, um, uh, the 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 up up north yeah there's also obviously playoffs going on etc etc et now I don't think we will be concerned with the National League north playoffs Salford City have obviously won that mm-hmm. Um Uh, won that division and up with them will be coming uh, and these two semi-finals are on Sunday by the way uh, Brackley or Bradford Park Avenue there's a great old man from from the past of English football with one Nicky Rowe playing in midfield for them yeah Yeah. former United midfielder and Harrogate against Chorley is the other semi-final now I'm sure United won't be uh, um, uh, um, bothered too much with what's going on in the National League North although if the geographical balance is shifted a bit as a result of the playoffs. They may have to do some adjustment. So someone like Kings Lynn, who are currently in the Southern League, yeah. um, may conceivably end up playing in the Northern National League North as opposed to the National League South if they if they were to get through. Of course, it's um, a complicated
0: business. It is, isn't and then it? the
1: National League, uh, Nas- sorry, the Northern Premier League, Altrincham are yeah. back up again. They yo-yo, don't they, between they do. the, yeah. uh, the National League and going down. They've won that division and they're up and joining them will be Ashton United or Grantham Town uh, from Lincolnshire and that game is next Tuesday. And, and And the reason I mention that is because if, should Kings Lynn and Grantham both end up being promoted, mm-hmm. that might cause a little bit of geographical yes. imbalance yeah. with clubs having to be shift shifted possibly and and, and moved between North and South but um, no it's 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 all quite complicated at this time of year but it eventually it does it does panic it, it, it? does re, it does resolve
0: itself Well, at least yeah. we'll have whittled some of those away by next week's podcast absolutely
1: they'll all be done more yes yeah. yes that's right so um, uh, yeah it's intriguing stuff um, some of these clubs United have met before um, the Dartfords and the Braintrees and
0: um, uh, and and others, of course, they as most is, definitely have yeah. not. Well, we'll discover. We may well end up discovering our way to Leyston before the end of the season. It's a long, a way. long, long <laughs> way. Now, as we mentioned earlier on, that uh, if you have nothing else planned on Sunday, in fact, if you do have anything else planned on Sunday, you should cancel all other arrangements because there's a big game happening at Plainmore Yeah. Uh, this is a game uh, which will raise some money for Damon Lathrop. Yes, on top of. Quite yeah. a lot's been raised already and quite right ex talking midfielder went to Woking in the January transfer window and suffered a horrendous broken leg in his fourth game for yeah. Woking. He is up and about and
1: about now um, but it's a it's a a, a career-ending injury oh, uh,
0: could, have, could have been much worse. As well, by the me? sound of it.
1: Anyway, uh, uh, is it a fans' eleven against the legends?
0: Uh, well, I think they're mixing it up right. because they, Quite they right yeah, too. yeah, they felt yeah. that you yeah. know, f- legends against fans could end up a little bit one-sided. You yes. don't want the fans winning by too much, do you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're mixing it up. You get a chance to play alongside the legends. Yeah. Um I gather all the places in the well, there was, there was a pretty. Um, fevered um, market for the places in the fans team. Um, so I, I think yeah, they're sure. pretty much tied well, and we, up. We've
1: already had sort of confirmations personally or through... Um Joe Pope, the young lad who's organising the game. It's well done good. to I, him, by I know, the way. I know, I know Chris Obroski is already booked in, isn't he?
0: He is indeed. Um, uh, and, other players and, including... And many others, yeah. yeah. Players who've been mentioned, Aaron Downs, Lee Mansell, Guy Branston, Tim Sills, yeah. a lot of players being mentioned. There's an auction of memorabilia, Kevin I gather... Kevin Nicholson,
1: I, I think, as well. Yeah, yes, yeah. indeed. He'll, he'll, the, wand, the wand will be back in action. To,
0: um, Angus Macdonald
1: and Union O'Kane have donated things for the auction, sure, which yeah. is very good. Angus Macdonald dislocated his shoulder uh, for Hull last uh, weekend against Nasty Cardiff injury, City, that, and will be out yeah. and will be out for quite, quite cons- some considerable time. One so o'clock kickoff. One o'clock
0: kickoff. And um, as I say, I mentioned for Joseph Pope, um, he, eighteen years old, he goes to Talkie Boys Grammar School, and he's done this himself. He's a big fan, um, and he's pulled a lot of strings. So well played to him for pulling this together. And we're kind of out of time here, but we wanted to mention a couple of things. You had a number you wanted to throw at us. This week's number. This week's key number is... Number
1: to tickle your fancy. 20. 20, That is the number of goals that featured in the two Champions League semi-finals.
0: Liverpool 7,
1: Roma 6... Real Madrid four, Bayern Munich three. What on earth is that to defending at the top of the <laughs> game, at the top of the game? Uh, I mean, what what happened to the good old days when every single European championship and uh, um, European Cup or Champions League was settled on penalties <laughs> after, after a nil nil after after a after a two nil nil draw? Well the best Those you could hope like, for was a one each, yes, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh dear yeah. dear, that was free scoring. <laughs> Seven six and four three, put them all together, twenty goals in four matches. The world's gone mad. Mouth final though, isn't it? That's That'll probably end up nil nil. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you wouldn't count on it with the way Liverpool play, would you? No, you wouldn't. Um, and and uh, I think I think a nil nil is is almost unlikely. A, is almost unlikely. In it's, it's, it won't happen, guy.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. Now next week, just to flag it up for you, we're going to talk about programmes next week because we've all, you know, we're all programme collectors. Um, we're kind of running out of time, so let's put this on next week's agenda. Yeah, we, we but will. there is a big debate going on in the football, football league. league clubs
1: at their annual meeting this summer. Will vote to uh, uh, not make it mandatory for their member clubs to produce a match day program. Um, and now the th- world's is, gone mad. This, this, this is uh, obviously readership of programs is falling. Uh, they tend to lose money for the clubs involved, etc, etc, etc. But this is such an emotive issue, isn't it? It is not it Football programmes is almost one of the, the, the few strands of continuity that has run through the game for the last hundred and yeah. whatever it is years. And uh, they've actually got to the point where they're going to debate. not. Uh, it, it won't mean that clubs won't, uh, if they want to, but it won't be mandatory, which I which it is at the moment. Yeah. If you're a member of the Football League, you have to produce a match day program. And of course, we're speaking at Torquay, yeah. where we think the program at Torquay is one of the one of the best oh. there is and Football League standard.
0: Cracky read, always. That's right. Yeah. Can't um, imagine a game without a program. We'll talk about that next week. Tell yeah. us a little bit about your program collections. Then, in the meantime, we've we've already come up with a couple of stories here about our. Uh, and just before we sign cool. off. The number ones of the
1: greatest goals. Yes. I think, I think we, we weren't able to reveal it last no. week. Uh, all the way through this season, um, Tim Herbert, the club secretary, has, has run this series based on a fans' poll mm-hmm. the greatest goals in history in seven categories manager, goalkeeper, fullback, centre back, midfielder, winger, striker. And through every, all the 23 programmes have featured players in ascending order of yeah. votes. Uh, and we can now reveal that the that the seven that appeared in last Saturday's programme against Ipswich were Frank O'Farrell, the manager. Yep. Uh, goalkeeper. I would have thought... Goalkeeper. I thought this was a great choice. Mike Mahoney, who played for United for five years from 70 to 75 when they did very little and they were actually in decline. Yeah. But was magnificent during great that time keeper. and before eventually moving to Newcastle where he was just as popular... Top, top goalkeeper.
0: Full-back? John Bond. John Bond. Yeah,
1: from the late 1960s, part of O'Farrell's wonderful team uh, towards towards the end of that decade. Of Bondy's tuck-shot fame as well. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Hugely charismatic player. Centre-back? Wes Saunders. Uh, when you think that he arrived from Dundee in the summer of 1990 as a midfield player, yeah, I think we all knew that he was probably going to end up. He at didn't play back. much in midfield, no. Did he, but there no. are many United fans who still think that his performance at Wembley, uh, when United won the 1991 yeah. playoff final against Blackpool on penalties, uh, was one of the greatest single centre-half performances in the club's history, and he was mountainous that night, as well as captain.
0: And we named a Jack Russell Terrier after him
1: as well. We had, we had, we had a Wes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Midfield. Midfield, and I'm, and I'm I, I, at the risk of, of being an old chestnut here, I'm so pleased that Alex Russell uh, was top of the list in that. There are many, many other great, great midfield players. Don Mills, mm-hmm. Tommy Mitchinson, uh, and we could go on. But Russell was the heart and soul of... Leroy Rossini's 2004 automatic yeah. promotion team, and I'm pleased he got that vote. The winger. winger a one season, Lee Sharp. Had to um, be ready, didn't he? Well, it? there you are. Again, a category where United have had many, many great wingers. Uh, but Lee Sharp, I think it's obviously he set off, he was only 60, he, was, he, he, he played his entire season for United as a 16 year old player. Really? He wasn't yeah. 17 until after the end of that one season, 87 88. Longest season in United's history, nearly went up, cut Mm -hmm. runs, and then off he went to Man United. And uh, um, I think he's, it was an emotive, I mean, he's a damn good player, even at 16 years old. But uh, no, he's the left wing, he's the winger. And the striker? Robin Stubbs. Of course. um, uh, Who was there again last Saturday against Ebbsfleet. still goes along and supports the club. Um, uh, Goals by the bucket full in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, when he was one of the biggest shows in town, mm-hmm. um, as 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 charismatic off the pitch as he was, brilliant on it. Uh, how talky kept hold of him for as long as they did, I don't know. It's probably because he never wanted to leave. <laughs> and um, no, a, a great great player. Um, Thirty nine goals in 1964-65, sixty five, three short of, of um, Ronnie um, Sammy Collins's his, his club record. And if you hadn't been ill for the
0: last half dozen games that season, I'm pretty sure he would have beaten it. it. But, uh, and he knows Rico. he'd have beaten it as well, doesn't he? He thinks he would have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So who's the most recent of those players? Uh, I think Alex, Alex is isn't Russell, Alex isn't Russell. Yeah.
1: No nobody since two thousand and four, five. Yeah. Uh, he left in two thousand and five. Um uh, yeah, and when you think O'Farrell, sixties, yeah, um, Mike well, Mahoney, early seventies, John Bond sixties, Wes Saunders uh, 90, late late yeah. 90s, earlys. Russell 2004, Lee Sharp 87 88, Robin Stubbs 63 to 72, something like yeah. that, seven or eight years, with a move to Bristol Rovers it's thrown time, in.
0: It's so, time we had a new generation of history makers at play, wasn't well, it?
1: Absolutely. And when you just think back to those, that, those sort of happy days under um, Paul Buckle and, and, um, and then for a season at least under Martin Ling. And, and you know, when United were winning cup ties and into playoffs and off to Wembley's and all those other things that spun off, yeah. you know, that great poster campaign uh, that, that was run with... Um, Zorro. T- Tim yeah. Zills as Zorro yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. It just shows how things can take off when you just get them going with some characters, with some personalities that the fans yeah. can latch onto and follow. And it's been, you know, as we all know missing for far too long too long long.
0: well thank you very much for your time i think we may have broken records again this week i think we we tend to do this after the season's over we kind of just relax and ramble so uh, whatever you've been doing doing your ironing or whatever while you're listening to the podcast thank you very much for your company we will be back next week we'll keep this going through the summer yeah there's a world cup to talk about and and and
1: hopefully uh, there'll be more news on and off the pitch to talk about Indeed. in the next few weeks. It's it's that time of year. There's plenty going on. As I say, uh, price is about to be announced. There may even be a signing or two. Uh, the new board, local board, which we've all been waiting for far too long for. Yeah. That That's coming up. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's never boring at Plainmore.
0: That's it. And whatever ha- whatever's happening, we'll keep on chatting about it. Thanks for your time. This has been the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast. As ever, Come on, you yellows. yellows.